Hello, SportsScope followers. After five years of doing this program, once a week, balancing a 60-hour workweek job, I've decided to do the program five days a week, one hour a night, taking a significant pay cut. So I've started a Patreon page, which is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash SportsScope, spelled the same way at the bottom of the screen you see there, for $5 a month, 17 cents a day. You can help support the program. You ask yourself, why SportsScope? Well, I bring in such big names uh, such as Al Borges, former Auburn offensive coordinator, and and I cover the big news uh, in sports that the corporate media will not cover. If you want to contribute more than $5 a month, you can go use the cash app. The cash tag is SportsScope, again, spelled the same way, or you can go to the Zelle app, sportsscope at gmail.com. Uh, SportsScope has about 5,000 followers and growing. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me. The word is sportsscope, spelled the same way again, at gmail.com. Thank you and enjoy the program. Okay, we are live here now on all links. Going to go over the games here in just a bit soon as uh, Mad New Yorker Carlos comes on board here. Uh, I'll say this about last night's game. Didn't watch the whole game. Uh, crashed a little bit after halftime. I did see what had happened. I watched a few of the highlights, the pick six. The fact that Gerald Everett was not even uh, was hurt. He was indicated that he was injured. And the play was called anyways, and Herbert threw it to him. That goes on Herbert. But it, it's just a real quick take that the fact that it's t- it's more of uh, Brandon Staley is like the really young guy with the Ferrari who can't keep the car on the road. He's, he's, he's a young guy. Uh, he's 16 years old. Uh, you hear this about Ferraris, especially the older ones in the 80s. Really, really nice. But if you mash on the gas, the car will go in the ditch. And that's that that is it's the same thing, different year. I think he's now it's just two weeks, but it seems like he's a little bit over his head when it comes to uh this sort of thing. And uh, you know, Sean Payton w- w- was in LA. Uh, earlier this week with Colin Cowherd. Now, I, I played a, a few sound bikes there. He, he was talking. He didn't say nothing about Justin Herbert. They were talking about Patrick Mahomes and looking at him in at, at the uh, at the college level. But I'll say this. There's a lot of eyes on this L.A. Charger team. It is a very attractive job. I understand it's two weeks. The team looked like they dominated. Look, hey, listen to this. This is from CBS. CBS Sports put out that – Justin Herbert's final drive after suffering a rib cartridge fracture, by the way, he's day-to-day with that. Uh, Seven for nine, 73 yards, one touchdown, led nine play yards, uh, nine passing plays, zero running plays. Now, how come the head coach, the quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator, somebody can't see that this guy is grimacing? And you've got all that money you've put in the offensive line, high draft picks. Uh, all, was it them Austin Eckler, Pickles? You got you got a guy like this to run the football. Why are you putting it all on him? Why are you putting it all on him? Uh, it was clearly the pick six 
was clearly a mental error that nobody seemed to point out. Now, I know some of that is on Justin Herbert, but it this is the same thing that happened last year, the mismanagement, uh, the overly aggressive, not taking points when you got them, uh, being too caught up in the analytics. This guy's like 38, 39 years old, first head coaching job. He's sim- he still seems to be a little bit over his head. And I'll tell you, it, it, is, it is something. I'm going to see if Carlos, because um, we're going to go over, let's call the segment the Mad New Yorker plus six. All right. Um, he sent me a text, and I'm, I'm telling him to come on here. This is the first week. Guys, by the way, this is the first actual week doing the show. Last week, it was just breaking down games. I had plenty of material. Uh, I'll say this. Had some bumps in the road this week, but overall, really good week. Great conversation. If you get a chance, go back and listen to Jack Hirsch. Uh, great stories about a trainer uh, that he was trying to avoid. Uh, uh, Mike Tyson uh, getting too hammered at an event. Uh, staying there by himself. I like that story. Jack Hirsch's thoughts on Woody Johnson, the New York Jets. Really good program there. So I, I like that. Uh, uh, Jim Jeffcoat, we had some uh, technical issues, but we're going to get that squared away. We're going to try to get Jim in Tuesday. And let me mind you, Monday, the program will be at 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, I won't, don't normally do this, but when a game is right in the middle of the show like that, I can I, I could come into uh, the I can come into uh, coming into a show, but right in the middle of a big football game like that, Tennessee and Buffalo, I'm going to go ahead and do the show at 5 p.m. Central Time. So I'm going to be working on this program Sunday evening, you guys, my my rest day, uh, just so you're not uh, missing the game and, and and having to watch me. Of course, this show is for the playback. I do want to watch that game myself. Tennessee Buffalo will be around 6, 6.15 Central Time. So I'm going to do it at 5 o'clock. We'll be done at 6. Be going over all of Sunday's games. Got plenty of material. There's a story about Arch Manning's recruitment trip. Uh, I think, what I said, $280,000. It was some crazy amount of money spent from Texas. And you could see the University of Texas playing well. See where he is. Uh, yeah, I got everything. I can't go through fly. Okay, come on in. And we're going to do a rapid fire. Not we're going to spend um, a lot of time with this. As far as some of these, uh, I'm talking to Carlos here, telling. Uh, to come on in because I'm going to bring him in. We're going to go through these games, particularly that Buffalo game. Uh, you know, Tennessee, Tennessee, guys, uh, I think they'll bounce back uh, if they get this running game going, going to that Tennessee-Buffalo game on Monday night, speaking of the devil. But uh, they are nine-and-a-half-point underdogs. They beat Buffalo twice. Believe it or not, they, they beat Buffalo twice. Uh, one was somewhat of a fluke play, overly aggressive call there by Josh Allen on a fourth down. Last year, and in the 2020, the pandemic year, uh, this team 
the pandemic year, uh, there was some uh, travel issues with Buffalo. The game was in the middle of the week. Tennessee got the best of them. Now, the last time they played at Buffalo, they lost. I expect them to lose that game. But, you know, I, I don't think I don't think that Tennessee – I think Tennessee is going to play a lot better. I think Buffalo may come down to earth a little bit and keep this game within that point spread. Uh, yeah, Pickle says Keith Angle. Uh, Keith Angle was great on Wednesday night. Got a lot of feedback on Keith. A lot of feedback. Go back and listen to that program. It's anywhere you get your podcast. It's uh, You can go on YouTube. Got to get those subscribers up on YouTube. Only got 20 subscribers, guys. I'm getting big names here. So let's get those numbers up here. And Carlos, if you're there, hit the come on in now. And we're going to... Uh, we're going to get the rocking and rolling. Looks like he's running a little bit behind. I, I think I put him behind because I asked him to go over all the games. Uh, but we're going to keep it quickly, though. The, these 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 nobody uh, teams that don't have a snowman's chance at the Super Bowl, we'll wrap right through them. But teams like Tampa, guys, Tampa is playing at the Saints again, okay? And they're right tackles now, doubtful, for Tampa. I know the Saints... If you have a guy like a Jameis Winston, he could, like my dad would say, a guy like that can screw up a free meal. Uh, he he he's one of those players. Uh, he's on his third left tackle. Uh, pretty good game the other day at Atlanta. Had to come back, but they did get the win. I want to say Atlanta's doing Atlanta things. They're always blowing it. But uh, if they play a reasonable game, a reasonable game, uh, they they they've got the tools. Uh, they've got the skilled players. I know Kamara's a little banged up. He, the guy's always banged up. You know, I think he'll be fine, though. But uh, I, I'm telling you, I really think that, that the Saints are going to win that game again. Uh, I, Tampa's favorite again. And the, the odds makers just don't understand the whole Tampa and uh, the whole Tampa – and the the uh, the the rival with with, uh, with the Saints there, the Saints the speed. Of, here's how you beat the Saints. If somebody had studied the Saints, teams that teams that, that play power football uh, match up really well with the Saints, the Eagles, and whatnot. Uh, you know what? That'll be a good starter. Let me bring on Mad New Yorker. He's a mad guy. He's a mad, but he had, should be mad about much. I mean, the, the Giants beat Tennessee Titans here today. Uh, Matt New Yorker Carlos Chavez gave him too much of a homework assignment today, man. My bad. We'll pull back next week. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe do the top five next week. Out there, I was preparing for today's program. I won't give you so much of a load. No, uh, it's, all, it's all right, man. I hello, everybody. Uh, thanks for having me, Robert. It's just yeah, been buddy. a busy, busy week. Everybody's been like, um, doing things first week of school for us here in, in the northeast so you know oh you guys start right after labor day right yeah 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 so because you don't go on summer vacation till what june middle of june i'm always on vacation Robert. no i'm talking yeah. about the kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah i try to, i try to yeah we we get out at the middle of the june yeah so oh okay hey pickles yeah. how you doing man yeah it, it's uh it's may it's may here in tennessee that the, the kids of uh the public schools uh, K through 12, they came back around uh, the 16th of August, I want to say. Uh, the colleges are already back, but they've been out for about two or three weeks before yeah. the college football season start. But, yeah, so New York, you've been doing a lot of stuff a little bit later, which I, I, I wish that all the schools were like yours. 
Uh, I would like to go back right when football starts, but that means no, never mind. Glad to have you here today. You know what? Let's talk about that Saints game. Uh, you know, the Saints are 4-0 against Tampa. Right. Uh, the last four regular season games. Now, uh, the right tackle's doubtful for, for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the Saints are on their third left tackle. And like I was tell- saying earlier to the audience, Pickles and everybody, that Jameis Winston can screw up a free meal. You know, <laughs> uh. I mean, that dude is an interception machine. Uh, Pickles says uh, he can throw four touchdowns and three picks. Uh, they got a lot of skilled players. What do you think about that game coming in? I, I think since uh, he's got his LASIK done, he's been doing better as far as making better uh, better uh, calls and, and options um, and, and getting those touchdowns compared to interceptions have, have gone down a little bit. Uh, he's still he's still a free willy nilly back there throwing throwing <laughs> balls. And, um, you know, I think this is going to be Tom's year, man. I think he's going to. He's gonna get him at in Louisiana. They, you know, he does. They're not playing against Peyton, yeah. uh, so you know it's 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 just a different situation there right now. And I, I think and did on the on the wire just a few minutes ago they called out a couple a couple of injuries already for the New Orleans Saints. I don't know. If they, I don't yes. know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Saints. Um, it looks like Kamara's a little banged up. He's yeah. going to play. Uh, now they're on their third left tackle coming into the season. Is what I meant to say. He didn't get hurt in practice or nothing like that. Uh, none of those major players are, are, are hurt. Winston's going to play. Not sure about Kamara. Not that worried about Kamara. Uh, defense looks pretty good there. Now the right tackle for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, he's doubtful, and they've already got a makeshift offensive line there, and they've still got. You know the left tackle, and, they, and, and they've got uh, Shaq Barrett. Uh, here, here, here's the key to beating the Saints, guys: just run power football. Tennessee yeah. beat them pretty, uh, handled them pretty good physically. Uh, the Eagles played them really well last year. Mm-hmm. Just good power football. Uh, a, a team that kind of comes right at you, like the Buffalo Bills, for instance, on the on the Thanksgiving night. I still think the Saints are going to find a way to win. I really think that the pay- – I don't – what's up with Brady, man? Did you see that this last press conference? He looks like he's lost 20 pounds over the week. Yeah, um, you know, as, as much as uh, like we all want something, to see something happen, this game is probably going to be a little bit dry. And we're, we're – I, I'm – I have them – I have Tampa winning this game because of, I think that defense is underrated. Um. Nobody's talked about it too much. A lot has ch- uh, a little has changed, but a lot has changed in their attitude. They're a little bit younger, yeah, and 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 that secondary is a little bit stronger than it was last year. I feel because they yes. are younger. That is true. So, that is true. So I, I feel that Winston probably have a little bit trouble, or trouble with that because he's going to see those coverages, and he like again he might throw a couple of interceptions and and ruin the game for the, for them. So yeah, you know yeah. And 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 you know that's up now that you you're almost talking me into taking Tampa. I'm gonna take the Saints just just for the sake of taking the Saints because yeah, if, you take, if you take Tampa, you yeah. take them with the points for that you know three to four points. Right? I mean, yeah, you know. Well, I, I just there's something about matchups. Uh, back in the day, the Titans, the Ravens always had the Titans number, and right. it's still somewhat true. The Titans seem to always have the Jacksonville Jaguars number. You know, it's just the way it is on certain teams. 
this group seems to have Tom Brady and that Buccaneers uh, uh, number there. Now, the last game that they won was in the playoffs because Brees threw a lot of picks. Going back to Jameis Winston, he could screw up a free meal. Yeah. This, uh, this, might be, this might be Tom Brady's last game. Well, I mean, look at you bringing all them hot takes in there. I did read that him and his wife are having problems. Maybe he's not eating. Maybe he's depressed about some. There could be some serious personal issues going on there. Yeah, And, you know, when Tom's back against the wall, you don't bet against Tom, man. Don't bet against him. No matter how old he is, man. Well, he's he's beat me 40,000 ways from Sunday. So I understand that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that game. The more we're talking about it now, it's really getting me hyped up for the fact that, that it, that story about his wife, they've been separated, sleeping in separate places. Good call, Pickles. I thought you were being just a Brady hater. I read that on TMZ. <laughs> uh, maybe there is something to that. Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, he, he's a guy, he does have the ability to, the, uh, what is it called, the uh, decompartmentalize like yeah. a Colby Bryant or somebody mm-hmm. after the Eagle Colorado situation. So yeah. uh, we'll see how that in. game plays out. He, he zones in. He focuses in on football when everything around him is falling apart. Yes. Um, even, even when his mom had the, the issues with the cancer, yeah. you know, when his dad was sick, you know, you know, different things with the sick. Yeah, every time something bad happened in his life, he football is what he focuses in on. And, and you need to be scared if you're on the other side. So, yeah, I can't wait to see that game. Let's jump to some big games here. Let's Tennessee Buffalo. Uh, my thing is, Tennessee is not as bad as they looked. I think they'll sure up that run defense. Congratulations, Giants. You're up in Giant Land. Two hundred yards, one hundred sixty-four from Saquon Barkley. Nobody talks about that. Forget about the kicks and the goal for two. <laughs> Tennessee gave up a lot of rushing yards. Uh, Buffalo's been told how great they are for ten days, guys. Uh, no. Buffalo's been told how great they've been for for the last three or four seasons now, and they can't get over true, yeah. they can't get over the hump. And I, I believe this year is going to be the same thing. They won't get over the hump. They haven't figured out a, a running game that doesn't feature their quarterback. It's not that Allen can't run the ball; it's that he shouldn't run the ball because he the other the other guys need to do their jobs, and and they have to give him an opportunity uh, to score more. I feel like they would score more if they had a a, a, a running game that that'll work in his favor. Um, you know, the Titans, they'll be, what happened, what happened with the Titans last week was that their defense just, as much as they were good in the beginning of the half, the second half, they just kind of put the, let the gas off. And that's the problem that, um, Mike Vrabel's has that he, he'll get, he'll kick you in the nuts, but he won't step on your neck to finish the game. You gotta, you know, you gotta finish the game. And, um, it's, it wasn't a Tannehill issue because Tannehill actually played well. Um, yeah, I went back. His numbers were good. Yeah, his numbers were good. That is yeah. true. So he was focused in on the game. He 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 needs to play great because if not, he's not going to be a backup quarterback or play any on any other team next season because nobody's going to take that contract, no. um, and nobody's going to pay him what he wants to get paid. So he needs to play like he's you know like he's valuable, uh, and and you know and if he's not aggressive this next game. Um, that that's going to lead to some problems. I think the Titans are going to win. Um, they beat them on Monday night before. Oh, wow. Um, uh, they have a, a stronger defense. The it, it's a bend and don't break for Mike Vrabo, but they need to show show uh, show up. And I think this I think this game Henry's going to want the ball in his hand towards the end of this, the end of the game. 
Yeah, the only they, 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 didn't, they didn't do that last week, you know. They, yes. So. And, th- yeah, they didn't really run the ball particularly well in the second half last week. Uh, Buffalo, uh, I can see I, – I will say, that if they don't get the running game going, Buffalo will blow them out of the water if How? Tennessee don't get the run. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean like if they – yeah. If Tennessee doesn't get the running game going, yeah, yeah, Buffalo I thought you meant Buffalo because Buffalo don't, they don't have a running. They, you know that's a that's the biggest problem in um, and yeah. and I do give them credit for coming out and and an away game and and beating Tennessee. Um, you know that coaching staff being a little bit missing, you know, missing day dayball and and yeah. going through some changes. But I feel like it's the same Buffalo team. Like it doesn't. You you want if you're gonna make changes you want to get better and I, it looks like they're the same but we're gonna see that was just the first game so yeah and let me let me just mind you this before we move on that Mike Vrabel has a tendency to get this team to play way over their head in uh, big road games you look at it last year the Rams game uh, even the year before a couple of years before I think his first year remember everybody's hyped up on the Cowboys and mm-hmm. took, uh, Tennessee took Marcus Mariota into Dallas Stadium and. And, and and beat them pretty decisively. I think I want to say it was like a Monday night football game. He has a tendency to have this team ready. I think Tennessee will be ready. They got a bad taste in their mouth. Right. And, uh, I think they're going to play way much better uh, than they did uh, last week. And, and, and Rob, I think it'll be an interesting game. Yeah, and, and Rob, um, to the credit of Tennessee, they should be getting as much media buzz and as much respect as the Buffalo Bills. They've been in the playoffs. They, you know, yeah. they've lost. They haven't been able to get to the Super Bowl, but they've even beat the Chiefs a couple years back. So, yeah. you know, these you know, the the talk and hearing some of the media talk about the Titans, like they're they're not going to matter and they're not even going to make the division. Win a division is is sad because you know they're they're not respected and they don't understand that Tennessee's been in that position. The only one who's gotten in Tennessee's way has been Tennessee. Like I said, they they need yeah. to get over. They're like the Buffalo Bills. They need to get over the hump. And step on the neck when when you know when the back's against the wall and just push through and just finish finish the fight, man. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I mean they they still got some players there, and their secondary, like a Tampa, uh, is more mature this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got some young guys kind of coming into their own. Caleb guys like Caleb Farley there, Kristen Fulton, LSU guy, uh, playing really well. They've got two really good safeties there. Uh, one guy just signed an extension. Of course, we know about Kevin Byard. It's going to be an interesting game. Hey, let's move right along to the next game. Uh, Monday night, Eagles at home against Minnesota. Uh, I would love to see Minnesota win this game just for the sake of uh, hearing Jamie Paggs, the Philly sports guy, (laughs) be a little bit humble. But, you know, know, Kirk Cousins is not a big game player. He's the opposite of a Mike Vrabel coach team in prime time. Uh, I I think – I think people put way too much into that Green Bay game. A lot of injuries on Green Bay. Minnesota's mm-hmm. always played Green Bay well in Minnesota. What are your right. thoughts, Minnesota, Philadelphia? Yeah, I think that the only people that can help the Eagles win is both sides of the ball. Man, play the play the full game through. Um, don't don't give the game up to to the Vikings because the the Vikings are going to play a tight game with them. And it's going to be a very close game. I feel like they're evenly matched. Yeah. Um, 
and then also the questions come on both sides of the ball and the quarterback for both teams, right? Is Jalen Hurts the guy? Can he be more accurate? You know, can can he lead the team? Then you turn around and you have the same questions about, you know, about the Vikings quarterback, right? Like, is, is yeah. this, you know, is, is this the man? Can he lead the team? He has the stats. You know, he's he can play. He just Kirk Cousins just can't play on a big game, big night. You know, all those things, like, this is your this is your game to show up and it's going to be up to the defenses to to make sure that they don't they don't make they don't do no they don't make any small mistakes cuz i have a yeah. feeling this might be a whistleblower man you're going to see a lot of whistleblowing on the defenses yeah. you know so it's going to be a pretty physical match. game uh, yeah. i mean i like i like the eagles to win at 27 23 oh by the way what's your score uh Buff- so you're saying tennessee's going to beat buffalo outright 27-24. Buffalo, Tennessee? Tennessee will win 27-24. Nice. Okay. Okay. I, I think uh, I think Tennessee will lose, but they will cover that nine and a half. Uh, <laughs> Eagles? I got the Eagles winning 27-23. What, what do you like for Eagles, Minnesota? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was looking at the 21 range for them. Okay. Yeah. All that running. 21. I was looking at, I was looking at that. Um, you pick a Minnesota or, or, or Philly? I think Philly can win at home, and oh, James, Philly, James okay. Pags yeah. won't be humble for for another week. Yeah, <laughs> no, I keep. I was really hoping Detroit would would You, be you know what? Better. What it is is um that that crowd that home advantage. Uh huh. It's, it's not a dome. Um, that field is kind of it's depending on the weather is going to be rough as well. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of small little things that are going to going to get into these guys' heads. You know, that's what I'm saying. The game is for Philly to lose. Mm. You know, if they make any mistakes. That you know, there's no turning back for the because the Vikings, uh, they seem to be hungry this year. So, yeah, that they, they they look pretty good. We'll, we'll yeah. say Justin Jefferson's a tough guy to guard, but you know Philadelphia's got two really good corners. Uh, yeah, play, and uh, that other guy can't. He used to play with you all. His name slips my mind. He played with the Giants. Uh, it'll come to me later. What, he, rabbit? Was a, he was. He was. What's what'd you say? The rabbit. What's his name? Oh no, no, not not Janoris Jenkins, but uh, either way, he was a ten million dollar cap hit. Uh, but we'll see. Talk cheap. I mean, you know, yeah, you got to yeah. play the games. Uh, things can't get out of hand. Now, Cincinnati, Dallas. A lot of people think Cincinnati is going to blow Dallas out of the <laughs> water. You know, the Steelers got seven sacks against uh, the Bengals, and they uh, was it four interceptions? Four interceptions, yeah. Yeah, so I think Dallas, if they really pl- go in with the right game plan with Michael Parsons, uh, run the ball. Now, this guy that they've got starting here, this Cooper Rush, you know, he beat Minnesota last year. He's been a backup there for years in Dallas. This is not going to be – if they get the power running game, I think they can keep it within that seven and a half. I, I like Cincinnati to win, don't get me wrong, but I like them keep it in that seven and a half point spread. Cincinnati, Dallas, it's at Dallas. What do you think? Uh well, I, I think the young guns are gonna are gonna come out and, and try to be big on TV, uh, and they got to recuperate the image for Cincinnati, right? They got to look better. Uh, they're gonna be playing in the on on in the spotlight, and um, they're gonna give the they're gonna give the um, they're, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna give the um, the Cowboys a, a run for the money early, but the Cowboys have to do one thing and one thing only, and that's give the ball to Zeke. And, yeah. and, and to Pollard, if they don't do those things, 
if Zeke and Pollard both don't get ten touches each, that they're not gonna win. Um, and not, the, it won't it won't be close. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, just yeah. run that ball, use the clock, uh, and, and make Burrow get a little frustrated there. And that oh, let me let me let me throw this out there too. This is for the audience as well. Teams that get humiliated, I mean humiliated on national TV. Dallas was beat by 16 at home. The Rams were beat by 30, 21 points or something like that at home. The Super Bowl champs. I expect those teams to be a lot more physical coming back this week. Right. Uh, that history says that's what will happen. Uh, I'm not in love with the Dallas Cowboys, but I got a gut feeling about this particular game that I think Joe Burrow may try to show off again a little too much, and I think Dallas is, is going to be a little bit more ready than people expect them to be, and they're going to keep it close. I yeah. think it's probably uh, 27-22 type of game. Cincinnati probably still wins. I had Cincinnati winning that game anyways, uh, looking at it in the preseason. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the problem even with what Dak had as well, well he, he couldn't get the ball to Lamb. He couldn't get the ball to Schultz. He when he right when they gave the ball to Zeke and to Pollard, they didn't do much with it. Um, yeah. That O line looks a little suspect um, for Dallas now. It used to be one of the best, but now it looks like it's you know it's, it shouldn't even you know qualify. But um, we'll we'll see. The, you know um, they got a good coach. The coach had better put a good plan out there, and they got a good offensive coordinator. So um, you know, be, besides the offense not working for for Cincinnati. The defense wasn't wasn't doing you know wasn't doing too bad, so they're gonna have yeah. a problem with this defense, you know. Yeah, and uh, Pickle says Cooper Rush won't have. Uh, Mitch Trubisky had uh, got throws off. He he actually beat that beat that team Pickle. So you gotta keep that in mind. And right. somebody brought up a stat. Uh, God, I'm trying to think who it was. It might have been Skip Bayless. I mean, sometimes he'll say something intelligent. Uh, <laughs> Zeke Elliott, five yards a carry against that Tampa run D. And Tampa's got one of the best run defenses in the right. league. Uh, that's something. Five yeah. yards a carry. I mean, just give him that rock the whole time. Bore this game down. Make it very old school if you're Dallas. Not that I'm pulling for – part of me, I kind of feel sorry for Dallas. You got people like Stephen A. Smith constantly pounding Dallas. Uh, but I kind of like to see an interesting football game too. Right. Look, and it, what bothered what bothered me about that game was Zeke was doing okay, and he, you know, and then they go in and they put Pollard in, and when they go put Pollard in, he's blocking guys coming off coming off the line, or he's not blocking them, but you know, he was put to block for 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 Dak, and I'm like, this guy's smaller than you know, he's smaller oh, yeah. than he's smaller than Zeke. You know why? If you can, if you're gonna have the guys like Zeke and Pollard in the game, don't don't use them as blockers. Don't even <laughs> you know like put another put an extra tight end in, in it, but don't use those guys to block. Those these guys need to you know break out, make some runs and get and get catches. Man, don't don't make them block. Plus, you're gonna wear your quarterback. You know, you're gonna wear your quarterback out. And you're running back out, just just trying just trying to make plays. If you got your running backs there trying to make blocks for you, man, come on. Well, I mean, that's his job to block, but you're, you're yeah, right. But look, if look, he's not getting it off. You, he's not getting you it think off. that Zeke is contract is contracted? You do you believe three quarters of his contract is for him to score and run, and then one quarter is for him to block? 
No, Zeke needs to do everything to be paid $18 million. He's the <laughs> highest paid running back in the league. That guy needs to be laying crazy blocks. That's why he started as a rookie. He's a really good blocker at Ohio State. Yeah, but, don't, don't. but he's older now. You, hey, you know, like more, yeah, twenty-five. You know, and and his his biggest one of his biggest up upsides was that he could he could catch out of yeah. the backfield and then run, and he get you those yeah. yak yards. So, other words, but, like you're saying, I'm saying they need to keep this game a short game, right? All about the running backs because uh, you know they got C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz and a whole bunch of people I never heard of. Uh, moving right along. Okay. <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> he said the Cowboys are a college football team. <laughs> oh my God. Come on, Robert. <laughs> no, they, they've, the Cowboys are a team that in the past, to their credit, they've had a way with uh, drafting guys you've never heard of that turned out to be pretty decent receivers. Got like Cedric Wilson. He's playing now with the Miami Dolphins. They're, they're pretty solid pros. Uh, now, Arizona is an interesting – Arizona don't have Rondell Moore. They got some guy named Isabella not playing. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, these are all wide receivers. DeAndre Hopkins is still part of in, uh, game two in that six-game suspension. They're another team. Got humiliated last week. But, man, I'll tell you, they look really clunky. Uh, they haven't looked good since about November of last year. Right. Uh, they're playing against the Raiders. Oh, man. I'm starting to get a little concerned about this Arizona team. What are your thoughts on the Cardinals? I think I think that game is going to be close too. It's probably going to look like the Cincy Dallas game, to be honest yeah. with you. And I say that because one of the biggest downsides of being uh, Las Vegas Raiders is that you play down to your to the team that's playing you. Um, yeah. They don't they don't play you know they don't play to be the team. They play in the same level as them, and they keep the those teams in 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 the game with them. Instead of like using their skill level and their quarterback to to beat out teams um, that are lower, that are as low ranked or lower than them, ranked lower than them. So like if yeah. you saw the if you saw last year and the Raider the Raider games that they were successful and they were most of the teams were ranked higher than them or just about the yeah. same, you know. Well, Arizona, I, I would consider it now. Arizona's a playoff team last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, another team who got humiliated. I'm like you, even though I just said what I said, They these guys are professionals. Uh, the, the Chiefs blown them out in their own backyard last week. I think they're going to play much better. And the Raiders, how many people have the Raiders ever blown out? They don't yeah. blow at anybody. Yeah, and it's, it's the bills. right, and 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 the thing is that because they're in a tight conference now, they have to they have to be careful on, on in, in the games that they play. So, um, I don't you hmm. pickles drinking that silver Here, black Kool Aid there. I don't know. Here, pickles. Here's a problem. If if you if you would have told me that the coach wasn't McDaniel's and run and running that offense, where he's going to use one of the best or I wouldn't say best, but one of one of the better tight ends to a skill set who's a catching tight end, kind of like Waller. a Graham, but he's using him to block. And he didn't he didn't have but two catches last last game. So yeah, but that can change this week though. It, if he doesn't, if if McDaniel's doesn't change that and doesn't make Waller uh or doesn't use Waller to his skill set and doesn't use Jacoby to his skill set and don't use these other guys to the skill set and just tries to pin in a New England-style um, offense 
and defense, then then the team is not going to be successful. You cannot yeah, I think put, they need to play power football with Arizona. Uh, I mean, you, you cannot you, you you cannot cut the wings off of the bird that's flying, man. Like even, yeah. no, it doesn't matter what kind of coach you are and who, and who you've been coaching and and what your experience is. If you got these guys and they have a talent and they have experience and and you know and they're ready to win and they want to win, uh, especially Carr as a as, as a QB who wants to be rated as a higher than a top higher than in the bottom of the top 10 quarterbacks, you got to give him that. You got to give him that opportunity. If you're running this new English style um, pro type of offense, you're not going to get there. And you're going to make a lot of your players who play for you go against you. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to do all that. This is not the guy from Denver 15 years. I mean, he's a no, little but bit the pro- more here's the thing. than that. He's not, but again, he has a young, fast, like you know, deep, deep team in in the Raiders who can blow out almost any team if they play fast, if they play aggressive. If you're gonna put him in the style of football to try to just grind grind out points and grind out the game, you're, you're gonna lose out on their talent and abilities. I'm sorry, but only, only way the Raiders blow them out is is uh, uh, something's up with Kyler Murray that we don't know about. Uh, a little bitty guy gets injured, uh, but if they do blow out. And they could. They, they could. could. They have the ability to, but they don't have the coaching and style to do it. Everything right is going to start to it, – it's going to start to uh, – the ownership's going to look back at Kingsbury and thinking, wait, maybe we made a mistake extending this guy and, and extending this uh, quarterback. That will be a great storyline to start the program with on uh, I, I think, Monday's I think, program. I don't think, the, I don't think that if, if – the Raiders blow out the Cardinals. It wouldn't be that Kyler Murray is not a good quarterback, or it's not doing his job. It would be the fact that they're not they're not deep enough in in, in defense, and yeah. their offense isn't scoring enough points. But is that a is that a QB issue? You know, because well, the fact that he's he's been deteriorating since about uh, Thanksgiving, maybe a few weeks before of last year. Uh, there's there's starting to be some concern. I just mentioned he's got wide receivers out. Uh, That's not a quarterback issue. Player. That's a wide receiver issue. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, right? But they still got Hollywood Brown. They got mm-hmm. Zach Ertz. Uh, this team, they've still got other players they can put in there. This guy, got a guy like uh, Connor, James Connor, running backs. Pretty decent running back there. And they have a pretty decent defense. Uh, not as good as it was last year because JJ right. Watt's questionable. That's a story of his career the last uh, few uh, years there. So, so again, it's it's not necessarily a QB issue. It's a it's an issue about depth, right? Possibly. At the end of the day. So, but but the Raiders have depth and they have players and they're young and they need to you know they need to let, let these kids play. If they don't, then the McDaniel's is making a bad choice and trying to get, grind out games like yeah. like let's say. Uh, like Reed will grind out a game. Don't do that with that team. That's not what they're, that's not how they're built, man. You know. Well, we'll see. Um, moving right along, uh, I, I think the Arizona keeps it within that five and a half. I like the Raiders to win that game. You said you like the Raiders too? No. Yeah, I like the Raiders to win that game. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Baltimore, Miami, very interesting game. Now, Baltimore beat Miami, or Miami beat Baltimore last year Thursday night game. That was at Miami. Baltimore was had a flood of injuries. It was right around Veterans Day. Now, this game is in Baltimore. I like the Ravens. The Ravens are favored. 
I want to say they're favored by about three. Let me double check here. I thought it was three and a half, but let me double check since I've got it screenshotted. Uh, this is going to be a good game. It's and it's. I think it's one of those early games as well. Three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I think the Ravens win and cover that. I don't think Tua is going to be able to catch up with his pass rush. They got a little banged, somewhat of a banged up offensive line as well. The Miami Dolphins. What do you think about Ravens' offense? Yeah, the that that point spread is almost about right. Um, I, I do think that that the Ravens win this, but I don't think it's going to be easy for them. Uh, the Dolphins, they they've been working up, you know, their offensive uh, st- st- strategy. You know, you got guys like Waddle. Uh, Gusecki didn't even play. He didn't. I mean, he he played okay, but he didn't get the ball that much. And, and yeah. usually, he's more involved um, in in the game call. And so, um, you know, um, then they run the ball pretty well. Um, so that helps that helps too a little bit uh, to make better decisions when he has to make the you know when he has to. So um, they're still kind of protecting him a little bit. Um, and and you're gonna see that. But the the Ravens are ready to go, man. They then yeah. They know right now that they're healthy, you know, and they have Lamar leading them. And I think they're going to come out aggressive. And if the Dolphins bend and don't break, they're going to give them a game. But if they just come out and feel that that's heavy, they they can spin out of control fast. So, yeah. And and, and possibly Tua could get hurt in this game. Uh, I'm really getting rid of that football quick, man. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm doing uh, shuttle passes to to Tyreek. He's going to earn that money. He's going to get a little Debo Samuel type mm-hmm. of situation. I like Ravens win this uh, 24-17, something like that. I think they're going to win and cover that three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to uh, – how about Chicago at Green Bay now? Green Bay matches up extremely well. Against Chicago, Green Bay still have some problems there on their offensive line as well. We saw that last week. Now, this is a home game. I want to say it's a Sunday night game. Uh, I like Green Bay to win, but, man, that's a really high point spread there, nine and a half. Green Bay at home against the Bears. What do you think? Yeah, um, Aaron Rodgers owns this team, right? And he claims man. to own it. And, and he's not scared to say that he's going to beat them again this week. Like, so, and when the guys, some old lady in the stands that he said, I own you in Chicago last year. Yeah, no. And, and this is, this is a game for Trey Lance to come out and say, nah, son, this is my, my turf. And I I don't know if they have enough to do that. They have enough, you know, positive energy and confidence because of what happened last week. Yeah. Um, but, and they are at home, but Soldier Field is kind of like one of those. No, this, I thought it was at Green Bay. Wait, is it Green Bay? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. They're they're in Green Bay, so no, they're not. They're not gonna. <laughs> Nine and a half. That's a big spread, you know. I, I, Chicago did play really well yesterday. I think I think uh, they they may be able to get some licks there on on Rodgers with that. Oh, they'll get issue. some licks. The, that yeah. defense Uberflus is putting together. He's going. He, he's he's going to try be- to slow the game down. Yeah. And use some uh, David Montgomery action there. Mm-hmm. It may yeah. be an under type of game. Yeah, but I don't – but I – it's Aaron Rodgers, man, and he ain't going to win. Oh, he, he's, he's not going to lose really three games in a row. He's and he's definitely not going to lose one at home and get booed yeah. against Chicago. <laughs> and, again, they he were one of those teams. 
Green Bay got humiliated last week. Uh, Green Bay could blow out Chicago. Uh, I don't think they will. I think they'll keep it about uh, maybe 31, uh, 23, something like that. I don't, you think they're going to get more points? <laughs> yeah. It's I don't possible. know, man. Deberflus is a totally different coach now. Remember yeah. the, last year that was Matt Nagy. Yeah, I know, and and it, not, it would be a defensive battle, but that those guys are young, um, and a, a, a player like Aaron Rodgers can get in your head. You know, those little dunk, those little dink and dunk. If they're if they're if, if they're in the red zone, forget yeah. <laughs> enough. Man, they they're gonna tear they're gonna tear the Chicago Bears. Well, it, it, I mean, they could get over thirty one. It's the fact that it is a primetime game. Yeah, man. And uh, it, Rogers, you know Aaron Rodgers likes to play play to the camera, man. He really does like to play to the camera. <laughs> Speaking of of really uh, teams that really got to come back here, uh, Denver. They're at home against Houston now. Denver played on Monday night. Uh, Houston played really well. Played to a tie. They were big underdogs at home against the Colts. I think Houston kind of keeps it close early, but I think Denver eventually pulls away in the second half. They're big favorites. What do you think about the Broncos? They bounce back against Houston. Yeah, they'll bounce back, but you're really seeing a you're really seeing the fingerprint of a Lovey Smith team coming out in Texas. You yeah. know that that defense minded, that ground, you know, the grind that you physicality, physicality. Yeah, but the thing that you need to do against uh, against the Broncos is that. Not just use your physicality, but be aggressive and be fast. You know, yeah. if you if you don't, then you're going to give Russell Wilson an opportunity to come back, and he he doesn't lose too many games back to back either. So you know, if you go down to to and you see some of the games that he's played uh, prior to last year, last year was a terrible season for him. But uh, if you see those those games that he doesn't lose too many games back to back, so um, yeah. I, I think the Broncos will come out of this um, because of what happened last week. That they're, they're going to give the ball to Russell Wilson, and and they, they got the offense to, to to put you know to put points up anyway. So, yeah, they got the offense, and quite frankly, uh, they got the secondary and a pass rush. Uh, like I said, I think Houston will play well early because it is a short week for Denver, but mm-hmm. Denver pulls away and they covered at ten and a half. Yeah, uh, I don't know about seventeen pickles, but <laughs> it could. Davis Mills is not now. If they had a Jameis Winston type of guy, it could be that. But Davis Mills, he's pretty smart with the football. Had a pretty good game last week against the Colts here, uh, and, and that's a good transition there. Okay, Jacksonville is playing. Uh, Cincinnati's or, or uh, Indianapolis is playing at Jacksonville. You know the the, the Jags have beat the Colts. Uh, seven straight years at home. Yeah, I don't see any reason why. I don't know how much of that Jacksonville Washington game that you got a chance to see. Uh, a lot of drop passes, a drop touchdown by Travis Etienne from mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence. I thought they were going to beat Washington to come in. Uh, I really like them to beat this Colts team and put them down zero and two and make that eight game winning streak. Uh, what do you think about uh, Colts at Jacksonville? Yeah, and the Colts are going through uh, a change. They, they got a new. They're going through the Q- change, man. They're going through uh, the, the the. I forgot what that change. Like women go through. <laughs> they got you know. <laughs> they, they, they got a. They they just got rid of another kicker. Some of these kickers are going. Yeah, going they now right. they cut Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah, so um, you know they're trying to figure out what kind of team they are, and and if you go in against a young a young buck like Trevor Lawrence, 
and and these guys down there, uh, and Kirk, too. then then they're gonna give him a they're gonna give him a game, and I, I feel like Jacksonville's gonna come out of this game, yeah, winning against the Colts. Yeah, and Wait, I want to mind. And here's the thing. Those yeah. two coaches coach together, so they know each other. So it's not like yeah. yeah there's another storyline. There you go. That's that's good little. You got Frank Wright, Doug Peterson. Yeah, uh, these guys they cause coach together in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so they know each other. So there's nothing new that's going to pop out of there. Yeah. Um, so we shall see. Okay, you know I keep avoiding this Jets game. Um, this will be <laughs> so gonna be a I. boring. <laughs> this will be a boring game. This is. You know, I joke with my dad, Carlos. We'll 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 go over the the weekly uh, games, and it'll be the boringest game out there. And we'll say to each other, "That's going to be the game that's going to be on red zone." Uh, <laughs> they're going to show that game the, all the time. Jets. I mean, the quarterback play here: Joe Flacco, no quarterback versus Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Jets at Cleveland. Uh, I want to say Cleveland is favored. But you know what? I think the Jets about Jets were. I feel like the Jets got humiliated last week at home. Was it twenty three to seven? Oh Jesus! And you know a lot of a lot of uh, fuss about the Jets, rightfully so. Uh, but I like that Baltimore team. I think the Jets play a, a lot better here. I think they cover this spread. I want to say I'm trying to figure out what this spread is. But I want to. Mm-hmm. This is all from FanDuel, by the way, everybody. These spreads. Oh, they're, yeah, six and a half. Yeah, I like Jets practically a touchdown. Or, on, or, or the, don't lose your money. Don't bet. Don't, don't. First of all, don't bet this game. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> um, Jacoby if you Brissett have- is the guy that he hangs on to the ball a lot. Y'all got a pretty good defense. It's starting to come together a little bit there. Uh, I don't know, man. Why are you, re- I, you reaching? Why are you reaching? You know how much? <laughs> Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback, brother. Oh, man. So right now the better team is Cleveland. They're more round, they're more balanced team. Um, their defense is gonna keep them in the game because the Jets don't have much of an offense right now if they don't change their mentality, right? If they don't change if Joe Flacco, if they don't get the ball out to, to the wide receivers, if they don't get the ball, you know, if they, they don't have the running game going, and right now it's Everything's against the Jets right now. Um, even a coach, even his mentality is like, yo, you You're know, thinking wants- Cleveland and they cover that seven, six and a half. Excuse me, man. I don't know if they cover that spread, but that's, that's, a, that's be- a, yeah. That's you, what I'm you, saying. I think Cleveland. You, you put your finger right on it. This is gonna be a boring game. This is gonna be a boring tight game. You you put your finger on it. You know, because what's gonna happen is that Cleveland's gonna nineteen to thirteen. 19 <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Browns. And uh, that game will be on red zone the whole day, Pickles. I, I think it's going to be the Browns 21 to 13. I think it's the other way around. I think okay. the Browns win that and the Jets lose again. And they because the problem is that there's no confidence. The yeah. only confidence is out of the defense, but the defense can't hold this offense. It's, if, if Chubb goes off for a 100-yard game, this is not – then. It's over, man. That's no. Oh, I don't think I. That's it. Could happen. all Brissett has to do is give the ball to Chubb. Yeah. That's all he has to do. If you get third and long, Brissett, he'll hang on to the ball too long every time. Again, if I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be as positive as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want to feel like 
I'm a I'm a New York fan, and and you're it's starting to sound me, like Jack now, man. It's hard for me to be it's hard for me to be positive about what's going on. the The Jets are are not even in a rebuild stage because there's only so much talent that they have, right? And yeah. they they might be deep in some some positions, but yeah. other positions like in their defense, there's a lot of holes. Uh, they they don't uh, the the linebacker crew is like you know iffy. The, the the defensive line is kind of iffy. Sauce now the Gardner, Jermaine Johnson, those uh, guys the on the outside and the secondary, they're okay, but they're not going to stop Chubb if Chubb goes after if Chubb passes the first well, line of defense. They helped. They kept Tennessee in check and and uh, beat the Titans last year with Derrick Henry. That was before Derrick Henry. Or now AJ Brown wouldn't play in that game. And you know the Jets. You know I forgot about Chris. Uh, what's his name? Garrett Wilson, uh, receiver there. Yeah, but they, okay. Now, if we flip it from talking from the defense to the Jets' offense, yeah, the Jets have a lot of talent, but they don't have a quarterback that can that can feed that talent. Well, they they're probably not going to be able to block Miles Garrett. I can I can give you that, <laughs> and that's that's going to decide the game. They're going to get some sacks. The Browns are going to get some sacks. They've got some injuries in the secondary. Uh, the old- I think the Jets are going to play much better, though, man. They they got humiliated last week. I'm gonna give the Jets ten points. Okay, all right. Staying in uh, another boring game. No offense. Carolina at the Giants. Uh, Giants great win last week. Now they got some injuries at the secondary. Uh, Carolina had a chance to win that game against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Carolina to come up there and, and beat the Giants. Another boring game. Maybe 19, 18, the last minute field goal, something like that. Yeah, and, and you know, listen, you you guys in Carolina going out to get Baker Mayfield, you're gonna start feeling, <laughs> you're gonna start feeling that in in a few in a few games, but this is the game that Baker can make everybody feel like he, he's still a superstar, right? This is yes. the game because yes. because the Giants aren't aren't that deep at all. Right? Who was this guy named Anderson? Uh, used to play for the uh, Jets and now plays for the Carolina Panthers. Robbie Anderson, yeah. Yeah. He, this guy's played in that stadium for years. I could see him catching a bomb there from Mayfield. And you're right, Mayfield may have a big day. Uh, it may go a little bit better than that. Uh, the Titans kind of roughed up physically. They roughed up the Giants. When I was looking at their injury report, it's a long one. They got two <laughs> that's quarterbacks. What, that's what I'm saying that when they, they didn't step on that neck when they had to. And, and, and the Giants, we you know, as a New York fan, we just got lucky and we were excited and we are, we are very hopeful, but I'm a realist. Vegas had them at plus or minus six games this season. People are talking about they can be, they can win nine games. Listen, you know, you yeah. take the win. 23, 20, 20 pickles. That's probably about right. That's probably the score. 23, yeah. 17. Yeah. Take it to the bank, man. I like that score, but, but that, the Giants scoring 17 yeah. points. Here's the thing. Pickles, if Saquon can get the ball, <laughs> right? If he could get the ball, if he could get more than if he could get 10 plus carries and keep the ball out of out of Danny Dimes' hands, they're gonna win the game. If you force Daniel Jones yeah. to play to play a game that he 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 can't, you're gonna lose the game. So it's up to the Giants if they want to win the game, just do what the Cleveland Browns should do as well. Cleveland yeah. Browns give the ball to Chubb. New York Giants give the ball to Saquon. That's it. If and you, if I'm Carolina, I'm stacking the box and saying, okay, yep. 
Uh, let, let's see what you got, Daniel. And you know he can't. He can. He's. He also struggles to read mm-hmm. defenses. Uh, by the way, this right here, this game I'm going to talk about. If Seattle goes down to San Francisco and wins that game, there's a chance that Trey Lance is going to get benched already. Already, Remember, they come off a loss against the Bears. I mean, I, I like Frisco big this week because uh, Jamal Adams is out. Uh, a couple, a couple series there. I think Seattle will play with them, but I think Frisco. They're going to come back. They know they shouldn't have lost that Bear uh, game. Seattle at San Francisco, what's your thoughts? So, okay, if Seattle wins this game, Shanahan is in a lot of trouble, bro. Yes, he is. Yes. Okay. Now, I will put him on the hot seat, right? And here's here's two reasons why, right? So, he tried to get rid and blackball Garoppolo because Garoppolo can't run his system. He can't. The only reason Garoppolo is there is that if Trey Lance gets hurt, he, he can stick him in there because he already knows the system, but he's not good in that system, right? You, but if they lose to Seattle, Trey Lance won't get benched because Trey Lance, he's he's a he's a future he's a future. So and he needs to be playing more more and more, and he's he's the one who's more mobile than than Garoppolo. So that gives I'm him a even farther. If if they're losing in the fourth quarter, they're gonna bench Trey Lance because this is not a rebuild team. This is a Super Bowl level right. team, man. They can't mess around like, and and that's probably why Garoppolo's seeing something that we all didn't see. Uh, he supposedly in the offseason put off purposely put off his surgery so he wouldn't get traded. Renegotiates his contract. He's making like six million. Very team friendly. There is a possibility. It's a very small possibility that maybe the 49ers management, John Lynch, Cal Shanahan, have talked to Mr. York there, the owner, and said, my bad. This kid, plus uh, Kyle Cowher was talking about, there was a report. I'm not sure if it was last week. I hope it wasn't last week, but over the summer, Trey Lance was seen at a strip club. You don't want to have all this James Harden type of talk. It's not good for a starting quarterback. Starting no. linebacker, no big deal. Starting quarterback, it's a lot of responsibility. They've been they've been throwing Garoppolo under the bus since the moment he signed that huge contract, calling him a beautiful quarterback, right? And <laughs> you know, yeah. all, all show, no no football, right? All beauty, no football. Listen, he's the only guy that can win with Shanahan though here lately. Yeah, and 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 he doesn't even and they can't even go that far with him because he's not a mobile again, he's not a mobile quarterback. You got to be able to move side to side and you know, north and south for that for that system to work because it's all you know, short passes and it's all you know, short gains and yak yards. But yeah. at the end of the day, um, this this guy, Trey Lance, he's a future that, you know, Kyle Shanahan made his bed and he's going to have to sleep in it. Um, and even because <laughs> they, they – and, and here's the worst part is that yeah. because it's such a copycat system, a lot of NFL te- teams pass on Garoppolo, even though he's actually a decent quarterback, but a lot of them run the same dumb system that they, it handicaps them if they were to pick up Garoppolo. So this is why I, I, I'm always, you know, on the people and I say, listen, you know, sometimes it's not the player. Sometimes it's just, you, you can't put a, you can't put a round peg in a square box, man. You can't do it. Yeah. In a square hole, man. Yeah. You can't do I think it. it's a moot point, guys. I think uh, I, I'm playing a little devil's advocate. 49ers going to win this game. I'm probably <laughs> 30 to 13. Uh, yeah, 
No Jamal Adams. They played Monday night. That was the yeah. Super Bowl. 49ers need this game. They need the game. Awful. Right. You know, let's move right along. New England at Pittsburgh. I just talked about no TJ Watt there. Uh, Mike Tomlin can't put together two good games in a row. I think that New England bounces back. Now, Mike Mac Jones was it's a little sick, had an illness this week. Supposedly he practiced today. Everything's good. Uh, with Mitch Trubisky against Bill Belichick, another boring, sloppy game. But I think New England goes to Pittsburgh and gets their first win. What do you think? Uh, no, I think New England loses again, and Belichick Woo! is going uh, to be looked at as somebody who needs to be, um, you know, uh, take accountability for what's going on up there. Oh wow! And um, and because Mac Mac Jones ain't your savior, man. He's 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 just another QB. Um, he he's not even half the talent that Tua and and Hurts are who played for Alabama. So, um. Mind you, Mac Jones did a good job with all the talent that he was surrounded by in Alabama. I'm not. I'm not going to take that away from him, but yeah. um, um, I, I I think that this is a Tomlin team. It's defensive minded. Defense is going to win the game for them this game. They know that the, the that the Patriots can't score. They saw it last week against the Dolphins. So yeah. all they got to do is play good defense and just run the ball. If Najee Harris comes back, give him the ball twenty. 15, 20 pickles. times. That looks you about know? right. Uh, that covers the spread, and you. Take I think the it's backwards. <laughs> I think the the Steelers will win the second game, and they'll Man, be. There's gonna be a lot of boring games on this weekend, brother. Woo! Yeah. Well, you got to understand, it's still the second game of the season. It's still, the, you know, it's yeah. still in the first first half of the season. So you know. Yeah, moving right along. Which one did we do? We did Carolina. Uh, here, Falcons at the Rams. A lot of people like the the improvement of the Falcons hit there. I Rams, told you Mariota was no joke. <laughs> Rams humiliated. I think they bounced back big. Some people saying the Falcons gonna they're like nine and a half point favorites. I think the Rams actually cover this, and they play like the Rams this week. Uh, maybe maybe Atlanta plays good early. I think the Rams win big. Uh, Thirty four. 17 Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, once they get going, man. Who, the Rams? Yeah. Well, who's going to run the ball for them? Who's going to throw the ball? No, who's going to run the ball for them? Uh, I don't know. Probably Henderson. <sighs> I don't I don't know about their starter. There's something up with their starter. Akers is not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that Daryl Henderson guy will probably get it. Who knows? I'll take Cooper Cup in that game. I'll tell you that. I think yeah, Cooper Cup is going to be Cooper Cup is going to be the key. Um, I think it's going to be a closer game, maybe, but I think it's going to be ten points, a ten point difference. Okay. Yeah. okay, but you do like the Rams to win, I guess. <laughs> I like them to win, but I, I if if there's an upset, it would be this game. Oh wow, uh, Detroit home against Washington. Uh, I love the way Detroit played last week. Love their pass rush. You can still run on them a little bit. Uh, I think Detroit's going to have some more going for them in their passing game as well. This guy named Amon St. Brown, if you've ever heard of him, wide receiver, catch anything you throw to him. I think Detroit gets their first win against Washington at home. What do you think? If you're a fantasy league player and you got St. Brown, you better start him every single day of the week. That dude got sticky hands, man. He's the man. You know, he kind of reminds me of his sharp. Sterling or Shannon? Sterling Murrow, Sterling. You Man, know he's, he's got, going way back in the mid nineties on me. He's got that that wiry, you know, that wiry body and that, and them hands that just come up 
you know, when, when they're supposed to. Uh, listen, this is Goff. This is Goff's time. Like, yeah. you know, he got to make a statement to the Detroit fans that he's for real, that he's worth the money, that, that he can he can take this team to the next level. And he's got to start winning these these teams. He's got to start winning these games for this team, man. Um, yeah. Whoa, hey, pick plus, they got a good line, by the way. They yeah. got a lot of punch. Even so, without Swift, I think they'll be okay in the running game. All, all the – it's it's tough to say to tell them to be smart with the ball, but golf just be smart with the ball, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, don't yeah. don't overcommit and just be smart with the ball, and you'll be in this game. If you throw a pick or two, that's it. You gave the ball, you gave the game up. You know. Let's talk some college. Uh, Texas A&M benching Haynes King uh, got beat by Appalachian State. There's really no excuse for that. I thought they were looking forward. Looking ahead to this Miami game this weekend. That's the problem. Yeah, Mario Cristobal, biggest game of the week. Uh, I think Texas A&M bounces back. They mm. bear, they they cover that seven-point spread. But it's going to be a great game, man. A lot of hype. Texas A&M hosting the Miami Hurricanes. What do you think? Yeah, I got – I Miami fans, I, you know, I, I like that there's a change going on. But this this one's going to be 24-21. I got Texas A&M winning this oh, game wow. at home. Okay. Got them at yeah, points. I think in. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be that that too much high scoring, but if it starts be, if it starts going that way and and, and getting out of hand, because these defense, these college defenses, sometimes yeah. they start giving up quick, you know, and, and the points start yeah. going start going all over the place. So I got uh, a but, feeling that A and M may play really well, man. I'm thinking mm-hmm, like yeah, 34, uh, mm-hmm. maybe 20, uh, 24, maybe 27. This guy, uh, uh, Max Johnson. He's the transfer from LSU. He's going to play for Haynes King. A lot of talent there in Texas A&M. All those guys rest on the World Wars last week. I think they bounced. Now, if they don't, Jimbo Fisher, man, is he going to get a lot of heat this week. Hey, listen, and I, I feel like this is a home game for him. It's a, it's a opportunity in, in the lights to prove that he can he can be he can be a coach and, and beat a Power 5 team. Power, uh, and and um, and and he's got the talent on that on those teams. To mega do talent, mega talent. Right. So, um, this he got his time to shine, and he better put these guys in a good position. And even if, even if the game is 27-24 for Texas winning it, it's still a win for Texas. You know. So yeah, if Miami wins that game, yeah, there's going to be a lot of fuss about Fisher. He's got those eight five star guys. A lot of NIL talk for mm-hmm. criticisms for Nick Saban. He got to put uh, all that to bed, man. Wait to see that game. Actually, uh, okay, another good game here. Uh, Penn State, James Franklin coming back to the SEC, uh, playing against this guy. Oh, god, what is his name? The head coach there for the Auburn Tigers. I'll tell you what, this guy almost got fired last week, <laughs> uh, last year, Brian Hartson. Uh, but Auburn. Took the Alabama to overtime last year, and he still almost got fired in his first year. They're a little bit crazy down there in Auburn, but they're a tough, tough, tough team at home. Man, I, I tell you what, Penn State is actually favored in this game. I'll give me them Auburn in points at home. I think it's going to be a great game. May come down to a block kick or something at the end. A lot of people going to be down there. I think this is going to be hype. Penn State at Auburn. What do you think? I got Penn State. Oh, wow. Auburn. And, well, they're um, favored, and they're a ranked team. Auburn's not even ranked. No, but uh, don't you know you can't lose to this team. 
um, you know, because you'll you'll help them at the end if you if, if Penn State loses to Auburn, they'll help them and then bring them up um, definitely in the SEC, right? So, you know, James Franklin knows he knows these he knows these guys and yeah. how they play in the in the SEC anyway. So he's got Penn State kind of playing like an SEC team kind um, kind of, but um, you know, they're they're gonna do they're gonna do a good job and and. And put this game to rest, man. Both of y'all are taking pin. I think Auburn's gonna. It's it's at Auburn, guys. I know, but nobody nobody picked Florida again. A home against Utah. I picked Florida there. Uh, thought they Florida lost to Kentucky at home. So yeah, well they they left it on the line for Utah. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, they they left it on line for yeah, Utah. Home, sometimes being home can be a, a a crutch that you can't lean on. You know. So, yeah, you can't put too much in the home field advantage. That that's crazy talk, man. Especially in the SEC, man. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be loud. Oh, they'll be throwing stuff on the field if Penn State wins that game. Oh, they're definitely, yeah. <laughs> if you if you if you're a Penn State athlete, you better keep your helmet on. Oh man. I like you know what? Even if it would be great, even if it was at Penn State and one of those whiteout games. Yeah. Uh these games are really loud. A lot of uh Pickle says Harvey Updike. Oh, I haven't heard that name in forever. That's the guy, the crazed fan who poisoned, uh, Alabama fan who poisoned the Auburn trees after Cam Newton's uh, uh, Auburn uh, team came back 21 down and beat Nick Saban and that Alabama team. How can I forget? And he just died about a few years ago. Harvey Updike. You don't know about that story? No, I read about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. Hey, listen. I don't know if you remember when I was when I went to UT. Yeah, the uh, they had Cadillac Williams, Ronnie Brown, and Campbell. That and they ran us. They ran us out the out, out Neyland, man. Um, yeah. it, was, it wasn't even the second half, and three quarters of Neyland was gone. And you're talking about standing room only. It was about 108 thousand people that day when we played them. And and you just saw Campbell was just giving the ball to to Ronnie Brown and Cadillac, and they just. Just run it, just ran the defense right to the ground. Like man. a hot knife through butter. I had Al Borges on the program a few months ago, and he says after that game is when he realized that maybe this team could win a national championship. Oh, that team was – I'm going to tell you something. I stood and watched the whole thing, um, yeah. and and it was an empty stadium. Most of it was, you know, it was three-quarters empty. And um, I just stayed because that that team, the Auburn team, just wouldn't watch, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's I hate, I hate to say that because as a fan, as a UT fan, but – they they played some good football, and I, yeah, I can't really stand good. what they did to Jason Campbell and and all those teams that he played for. Um, you know, is as an injustice to that to that kid's talent and and to the actual like you know the abilities that he had going through all those coaches and and, and one season and then going to another team and having the same yeah. thing happen to him again. Um, just a waste of talent. The NFL teams they they just did him wrong, man. Yeah, and Borges is going to come back. Uh, he, he will come back on the program eventually. His book has been delayed. It's going to come out in October. Uh, and, and that's one of the main reasons why we have a playoff today. And, of course, we got a 12th team coming up as early, uh, as late as 2026 and 2026. 2024. Yeah. But it might come in 2024. They're still pushing for that. No, but a- worst case, it's going to be 26. They got to get through all those schools and vote it in through all those conferences for that to happen. Yeah. Well, man, thank you for coming on the program tonight. We'll do something next Friday. We'll have to tighten it up a little bit. We're about 11 minutes over, but, hey, we don't have any sponsors giving us any flack or any. I don't have any producers, just my own head. I want to go get a turkey sandwich. (laughs) Um, I will see you next week, hopefully on the Mac and Jack show. 
Yeah, Denial man. the Tiger Pickle says. Have a good night, everybody. Appreciate Thank it, you. Carlos. Good to see you again, All right.